I gotta get my fit right. School is about to start. I need to summon Millennials Anonymous DTLR Villa Fairy now. You ring? Yes, I, I was having a party with the other fairies and you kind of interrupted me. What is it? It's back to school. It is that time of the year. Every time of the year, you know what it is. I need clothes now. Look at me. Mm, yeah, you're right. You're right. You called me too late. But we're going to make it work now. Right, we got to do this. Like, what? How am I going to do it? I don't have a ton. Let the Millennials Anonymous DTLR Villa Fairy help you out. Yes, DTLR Villa Kids Back to School Apparel is up to 50% off. So you want to go and shop now. And you know, back to school is right around the corner. So we got to get all the latest trends and they have them, okay? Like when I tell you they got Kappa, they have Nike, we can get you looking yes, right. I got to get my super extra large 5XT and my low rise ash wash denim what? jeans. No, I mean, this is, what is this, 2000? No, like, uh-uh, we, we need to go. We need to go now. Don't do me like that. Everything comes back to style. Some things don't. But we gotta go. Like, it's an emergency. Oh, yeah, that's, you're right. School is right around the corner. No, Millennials Anonymous is on. So, we gotta go. They need to change that. It's like, it's just a muck. And it's all about a buck. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Taking all this money and shit. <laughs> Millenni- Millennia what? Millennia what? Millennia Listen, I'm a fucking millennial. Cause we're Pharrell, we made it out some shit. Pharrell, Pharrell. Yeah, you know we run the world, right? Sang in Tennessee, I know it's Texas. That don't even sound right. That don't even sound like me. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the individual guests' own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Millennials Anonymous or MAPS Media. The material and information presented here is for entertainment purposes only and not meant to malign any person, place, thing, or group. MAPS Media's name and all forms and abbreviation are the property of its owner and its use does not imply endorsement or opposition of any specific organization, product, or service. This is purely entertainment, folks. Now let's get it. Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. And we gonna get ratchets. We gonna get in these streets because I don't know if you know it, but right now, D.C., the Capitol Hill, we talking about not not Chocolate City. We ain't talking about Chocolate City because if you've ever been to D.C., it seemed like on TV, D.C. seemed like it's white, white, like Cat Williams said. No, no, no. If you go to D.C., the outskirts is black and that's where you get Chocolate City from. That's where that came from. It's a lot of chocolate. Except, in the so-called good parts where they do that red lining mm -hmm. it right now dc is a mess i'm just a bill yeah only a bill they need to change that it's like it's just a muck and it's all about a buck and i'm sitting here on capitol hill taking all this money and shit 
I'm getting a rich because that is really what it is. But sidebar to the sidebar, I want to say to all my, because I know I was watching TikTok. And you're probably like, why are your old ass watching TikTok? Because I be watching TikTok sometime. I think that's my goal. I want to be a TikTok star when I grow up. Okay, I want to be a TikTok star when I'm about 45, 55. That's my that's my goal. Okay, be be TikTok star if it's still around. But listen, okay, I want to point to shit. I want to point. I goddamn it, I want to get paid money just to point to shit. I don't even know what they talking about. Like I don't even understand it. I just point to shit that I found on the internet. But anyway, sidebar, my Gen X. Who grew up on Schoolhouse Rock. When I tell you one day. I think it was during the pandemic. Like I was you know. All the parents had to teach their kids. One of the things that I did. Outside of the work that they gave you. Is I made my kids watch Schoolhouse Rock. I did. I made my kids watch Schoolhouse Rock. I didn't grow up on Schoolhouse Rock. Because it came out in the 70s. I wasn't even born. But when I went back. Because my mother used to sing those songs. And I was like. The fuck is you talking about? When I was younger. And she would explain to me. This is how. You know. She learned. How a bill became a law. And all of that stuff. We we talked about. The fact that school. Does not teach you. Politics in the way. That is applicable. To how it actually works. You're learning. The history of. Which you do need to know. About the past. In order to understand. Where we are. Yeah you learn it. In high school. You learn it in middle school. You start with American government. And they teach you. About the three. Branches of government. And they'll teach you. About what is the congress. And what's the senate. And what's the president. And they teach you. About the constitution. They don't actually. Break down the entire. Constitution. They don't have time. Like let's just start there teachers are some of the most amazing motherfucking people it's a job i've tried to do it i could not do it i don't have the patience to do it i just can't especially when it comes to children small children i don't have the patience to have a classroom full of 25 children and sit there and that's why i big up to teachers has nothing to do with teachers at all you don't have the time the resources or the money in order to spend time to teach this shit now i think that there's a lot of things that we do learn as children in school that aren't really that helpful like we learn a bunch of stuff you never use you will never need it and we don't teach our children the things that they need to know one of the things i think we need to do a better job of is getting them interested in it no we can't make you want to learn politics but if you don't understand why it's applicable to you and that even the time it is in the U.S., meaning that we have daylight savings time, they don't have that everywhere. Like, and if you don't know that, you don't know that. Like, th these are the types of things that we just don't know how much everything you do is wrapped up in politics. We don't understand that. And I think that's the part of it that we need to do a better job of explaining to our children. Not that you can explain everything in school, but why should you care about this? Why is this important? Like, let's even take music, for instance. The censorship or the parental advisory, all of that stuff regulated by a governmental entity, which you can and cannot say on television and entertainment, regulated by the government entity. When it comes to like even Rashida Tlaib, Congresswoman, is from Detroit, so she's in she's Detroit representative there, but she's getting into making sure that artists are going to get paid better. So she wants to get into streaming. She's introducing 
a, a rule or a law that streaming services need to pay royalties to artists in America. She's campaigning with the American Union of Musicians and Allied Workers, which launched in 2020. All of these things are involved in politics. We just don't know that. Allegedly, Fox News is saying that she pushed for rent, canceling rent, but at the same time, she collected rent. I guess she's a landlord. Whatever. But you see what I'm saying? We got some issues, but all of this stuff is impactful. It matters. But I don't think that we see it that way. We think, okay, it's just some random law. We It's never going to touch us. It's some randomness. Maybe on the federal level, you might not feel it as much, but on a local level you gonna feel that speaking of streaming services and music sidebar to a sidebar another one and another one so i started watching rap shit which is crazy that that's actually the name of a show now it's on hbo so you know the home of real sex that makes sense okay so i started watching rap shit to Issa Rae show originally insecure was supposed to be this storyline so it's gonna be a, a starving rapper makes its way makes her way through the industry that's what it was supposed to be because i feel like that's kind of Issa ray's story in a way so because she really loves music and when i was watching this one thing stood out to me first of all that the main character shauna it could easily be Issa. like they sound very similar they don't look alike but they sound very similar honestly i think Issa Rae actually would have fit better in the role i'm not saying that ada osman who plays the main character isn't a good actress she's amazing but i just feel like i don't know why i feel like i could feel Issa Rae in this role that's just me but the show is about a girl who wants to become a rapper. She works at a hotel. She meets up with someone that she knew in high school who is kind of struggling herself. She got like 50, 11 jobs, one of which is like a online uh, video girl. And they're just, they become a buddy, buddy acquaintances. And now one is real ratchet. The other one is supposed to be like this poetic, you know, real like feminist type woman very pro-black prolific girl and in episode one or two i don't remember what episode this was they sat down and they had a conversation about ratchetness i think city girls also has their hand in this show as well the show is based in miami and so the conversation was had about control who is controlling what because in the industry on the show it shows everybody with their bodies done everybody shaking their butt everybody talking about sex and boobs and fucking and sucking and ducking and you know that's what the industry has become and so the conversation was the girl main girl shauna who is very attractive but she doesn't want people to see her she wants people to hear her lyrics so she wears a mask and she like covers herself up so that no one is taking her serious not taking her seriously and mia who was the one that's a little bit more ratchet she was saying like hey girl you know i look at little kim and all of them as boss bitches and they controlling their sexuality because you covering yourself up is is who is controlling what they controlling you as opposed to them just being out here you know being sexual and free and and you know and then the girl was like oh i see what you're saying i get it i think they both kind of have a point but i think that at the end of the day 
you sort of get lost in the sauce. Yes, being sexually open and free is something that women weren't allowed to really own their sexuality. So it makes sense that if you own your sexuality, then you in fact are owning the right to do what you want. However, there's a very thin line there between who are you doing this for? If you take those very sexy provocative pictures and you put them online, it is no longer for you. It is for us. You are doing it for the people online because there would be no reason for you to share with anyone if it is for you. So you are looking for validation whether you know it or not. And I think sometimes because we see these images, we feel like this is a choice we're making freely on our own when actuality because human beings want to fit in. We just want to fit in. So when we see that, it's us trying to do that. At the same time, when you go to, I got to come up and make sure, da, 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 she's right. They are controlling what you do if you don't live in your true authentic self. If that's not truly who you are, they are controlling you. But if that's truly who you are, then that's who you are. You have to be who you are. It's nothing wrong with twerking and jerking. So everybody do it every now and again. I think the issue becomes when that's all it's about. You become the Jezebel. You become a caricature, which I think a lot of these rappers have become. That's it. That's all. So it should be interested how they play this out in the long run. But back to the moment at hand. Politics. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. But let me go back. It's been an absolute disaster in DC. Uh, in the ratchetest way, in there. the most ratchet way. And I know Joe Biden is, is somewhere crying because he had like one of the best weeks ever of his presidency. Only for that shit to be outshined again by former president and potential first presidential criminal. And that would be Donald J. Trump. Allegedly. Because... This whole, and I said raid, but this whole search on Mar-a-Lago thing where now you have two polarizing people flipping tables, ooh, shaking table, like it's a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot of stuff going on and it is ratchet. So when I tell you it is ratchet and it is tacky and it is ghetto like i don't know what's going on but we about to break it down okay we about to break it down i'm gonna break it down in a way like if you was gonna watch the real housewives recap that's what i'm gonna do for you today so that you know how it's all about to go down so let's talk a little bit about joe biden okay mm -hmm. joe biden mr joseph r biden and no we're not gonna talk about hunter's laptop which has become a thing. So his son, Hunter Biden, the Republicans are, they are running. When I tell you, he, they couldn't have given the Republicans a better storyline with Hunter. Leave that alone. And they trying to say the Liz Cheney husband is his attorney and he in cahoots with Hunter Biden because he work at the same firm who has over 200 plus attorneys that work there. Like y'all, it's too much. It's, it is too much. It's too much. He was on the laptop talking shit about his mother-in-law. I mean, not his mother-in-law, his stepmother. Like, it's just some mess. 
it's a mess okay but let's talk about joe come on man joe had a hell of a week in a good way like for the first time i think joe biden truly had a hell of a week now here's the thing i don't know if this changes things for joe and by change things i don't know if people will look at joe and say come on man i think he should be the president for four more years i don't think we're saying that yet i don't think he's resonating with people yet because again I would love for him to forgive student loans because I have student loans, but I know that that is probably not going to happen. I know that it is a fantasy to to even see that as be a possibility, especially since loans are going to they're set to repay next month. If you didn't know, now y'all know it's set to re the repayment pause is set to expire. But go you know the you know the thing I don't think that's a possibility. And I think a lot of the younger generations of, of X, not X, uh, Z and millennials, we are looking at him to do some things that are damn near impossible. Like we don't, and I think this is a goes back to them, the fact that we didn't have Schoolhouse Rock and all of that stuff. Like we don't know how this shit work. Like we expect magic. That's like a lot of, of us started voting during the obama era and this is their first time really voting and they thinking okay i'm getting out and vote my vote is gonna make sure that it's magical and then everything is gonna happen because i voted him in and he's gonna do like that's not how this works it's just not how it works like you 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 govern a whole country of motherfucking people like you can't just say fuck them like you let's just govern for these few people because we saw what the fuck that looks like from 2016 to 2020 and it wasn't pretty it's not a pretty sight you cannot govern the country for a small subset of people your country will fall and divide look at what happened so you have to find the medium of getting things done. Plus, we don't hold them accountable. We vote and then it's like, oh, you're going to do it. That's it. You said it and you're going to do it. And it's like, no. So I think that this is one of the reasons why you have this general dislike for Joe Biden. Because you have a bunch of people who are coming to age in a world where they don't even know how it works. Don't and me. it's not their fault. I think that some of it is on us as parents. Like, we didn't explain, like... This, hey, I know I gave you everything you ever wanted in the world and you think everything revolves around you, but guess what? That's not how the world works. And we didn't do that. So I think we created a world of people that don't know how that shit works. And now this is where we at. Mm-hmm. This is where we are. But Joe Biden had a hell of a week. So he did get the Infrastructure Reduction Act through. Okay, I believe it did pass the Senate, so I think it's on his way to his desk. Now, this is a very much smaller package because, you know, Build Back Better was his whole thing in the beginning. It was this massive package. It was billions and billions and billions or trillions of dollars, rather. And now they it's a much smaller package. It was held up by Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin, who Joe Manchin finally flipped and was like okay i want to be captain saver bill so now he captain saver ho come on man and kristen cinema said i want to save these hedge fund hoes <laughs> and so now she saved the hedge fund hoes and now it's passed 
Okay. This bill is going to create or support job creation, which jobs are up for Joe Biden, which is good. And this is one of the reasons why we cannot say we're in a recession because jobs are up. They want to raise taxes on large corporations and the wealthy, which is going to save money for us. Therefore, getting down the deficit. It's going to save like a hundred billion dollars or something over the next couple of years off of the deficit, which is used to be a Republican thing. They used to give a fuck about that. Now it's like, oh, okay, fuck that. Fuck, fuck that debt. And then allow Medicare to negotiate down prescription costs, which there was some hold up about that. Uh, Warnock from Georgia put forth the effort to make sure that insulin prices would be capped for private and for Medicare. And Republicans didn't like that. So that got scrapped because they was like, oh, we ain't even know that's what you had wanted to do. Is that what you had said? I don't even know that. Mm -mm. Now we ain't know what that had meant. We thought you was tricking us. That was it. No, Republicans probably have a lot of donors in the in insurance industry and they didn't want that. They didn't want that. So that didn't happen for private insurance, but it did happen for Medicare. So the drugs are going to be capped and now they can actually negotiate prescription drug costs, which is something that has never happened. Okay, so this is happening under Biden. Then, of course, expansion of the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare for those of you that don't know that they are the same thing. And... Also investing, and then this is the big one for all of my Gen Zs, climate change. This is the most massive climate change bill to ever hit United States soil. This is supposed to really change the things. And this is ma this is major. It's also going to be implementing a tax credit for clean energy initiatives. So that's, that's major. Not only that, he, he was able to, they got Al-Qaeda's leader, Aman al-Zawari. And if you don't know, he was really one of the masterminds behind 9-11. Gas is down. Joe was said he was going to do that. And he managed to get gas down and not a huge amount of time. So it was a couple, like a month or so and month or two. And he got gas prices down. Jobs are up, like I said. And covid restrictions are gone so things have been looking good for joe okay things have been looking good he had a good ass week like i we can't not deny the fact that this was a good week for joe it just was so he's sitting over there drinking his tea and crumpets because he is looking good and then donald trump but you like me, right? Okay. Trump is back in the picture. And I'm like, sir, woo chow, the ghetto. I mean, can you just sit down? Like, I don't understand. Like, you have gotten off time and time again. And yet you continue to just do the dumbest shit Wrong. I've ever seen, allegedly. Because at some point, even if, okay, 
let's describe let's break this down what happened so there are different levels of documents that are in the white house or the federal government there is this top secret or no, no, i'm gonna say the top 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 secret 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 you have a top 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 secret 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 that even people that have a secret security clearance cannot see then you have top secret then you have confidential a president has the power i guess to declassify some of these documents now what you usually don't see is a president that takes these documents with them and he's how many lawsuits and criminal investigations and depositions has he been a part of? he has a deposition going in new york because of trump organization which was a sham fraud non-profit so they're trying to figure that all out don't be rude it's insane and then for you if you go back and you think about why would you take these doc that is the part that i think is so bewildering like what is it about these documents that you wanted to take them like why i'm not understanding why you would take them even though he made this erroneous excuse that obama took 32 million documents like what he took 32 million doc documents to Chicago when he stayed in D.C. after he left because his children were in school. <laughs> where would you want to do with 32? Where, where would he put these documents? And he, this is Ob this is a black man. You really think a black man was going to take, they was going to let him take anything out of the way? He couldn't even take his own photos out of that bitch. Like, really? They was patting him down on the way out. Him, Michelle, Obama, Malia, the dog. They was patting him all. They all got patted on the way out of the fucking White House. But yet Trump, was able to walk the fuck out with 15 boxes of shit. Ain't nobody say shit. Like nobody was like, oh, Secret Service is like, oh, I don't, I don't know about this. Like maybe he shouldn't be taking these. I don't, I don't think he, these belong to him. Maybe we should say something. Maybe we should say something. No one said any, I couldn't take 15 boxes of papers out of my own jaw without the police showing up at my house. Like I, I don't understand. What, how sway where sway like where do they do that at and you know what's the funniest thing like a lot of people were saying something about him because he pled the fifth in new york a civil investigation which is led by attorney general Letitia james involves allegations about the trump company or, or also known as the trump organization which really what they're saying is they misstated the value of their assets like a lot of their golf courses and skyscrapers and they misled lenders and other tax authorities about this and so that's what this is about this is like an ongoing thing that they've been fighting trump has been fighting back and forth about this his taxes which i believe a judge finally said that they can release his taxes in the history of the united states we have never had a president like trump it's just not happened the closest thing to it probably was richard nixon but even at some point he went you know what i got to know when to hold him and know when to fold him like he he knew when to hold him and when to fold him trump is pulling a chateau charade which 
I don't, has it been built? I don't know. He's pulling a Phaedra's calculation of her pregnancy time to make sure she wasn't pregnant prior to getting married. Like it, he, it's giving mathematical calculations not adding up. It's like how long you've been, you've been pregnant girl Phaedra, that's a long time. And I was like, it's just not mathematical, but this is what it, it is giving that. Okay. It's giving that. And I get why in this deposition in New York, which is not criminal, it's civil. So this is money. Why he pled the fifth, which like I said, has never happened. No United States president has ever pled the fifth under oath, except for Donald Trump. But people are saying that makes him guilty or is a sign of guilt. He said it himself. The mob takes the fifth. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? It is a very smart move on his attorney's part, which they don't, his attorneys don't pull very many smart moves. I don't know where they got their degree from. I'm not sure. I don't know where it came from. Maybe Trump you, you know, Trump you, Trump, 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 Trump you, where we fuck you out of money, Trump you, like maybe they got it from there. I don't know. I don't know. Back in 2005 or six, there was a deposition that you can pull up that Trump was in. Trump went and he actually sued Timothy O'Brien, who was a New York Times reporter. He followed Trump around to write a book so this is when i guess the apprentice was out and it was it was a big deal and all of that stuff and so he wrote a book called trump nation with a picture of trump on the front that made trump look way stronger and thinner than he ever was but it was called trump nation the art of being donald apparently trump felt like this was a it, some some defamatory statements in the book because timothy o'brien realized shortly after following him around for so long that he wasn't truthful with some of the things he was saying in particular about him being a billionaire he started to realize that very quickly after doing some research and following trump and asking him questions because the amount of money that he had or he made would change drastically and it was like okay something is not adding up and he put that in the book trump didn't like that so he made a statement which i found in the los angeles times where he said i believe it is important to expose irresponsible malicious and false reporting now trump sued him for five billion dollars which i don't think he has that you can sue for anything for any reason this is america this is america you child is gambino but it was 2.5 billion in compensatory damages and 2.5 billion in punitive damages five billion my math is not good but i believe that is five billion dollars because in the book they believed or timothy believed or an anonymous well not i guess not timothy but an anonymous source was saying that was included in the book that he was not remotely close to being a billionaire it was like his net worth was somewhere between 150 million and 250 million which is still a lot of money and it it said that in the book which trump then said hurt his reputation so therefore 
he sued him. Now, if you pull up this deposition, which was on December 19th through December 20th, 2007, Trump completely just cannot tell the truth under oath. So I get why he pled the fifth 440 times in this new deposition in New York. It just makes sense. In this deposition, on the next episode of Who Wants to Lie About Being a Billionaire, Donald J. Trump. The attorney for Timothy O'Brien is asking Trump questions. One of the questions that really changes the flow of this deposition is when Timothy O'Brien's attorney said, Mr. Trump, have you always been completely truthful in your public statements about your net worth of properties? Trump then goes, I try. The attorney says, have you ever not been truthful? Trump goes, my net worth fluctuates and it goes up and down with the markets and with my attitudes and with my feelings, even my own feelings, but I try. The attorney goes, let me just understand that a little. You said your net worth goes up and down based on your own feelings. Trump says, yes, even my own feelings as to where the world is, where the world is going. And that can change rapidly from day to day. The attorney says, when you publicly state a net worth number, what do you base that on? Trump says, I would say it's my general attitude at the time that the questions may be asked. And as I say, it varies. I'm very thick skinned. If they tell the truth, in other words, I've had many bad articles over the years. And if they're accurately bad, I mean, some things are bad. Some things are good. I can really handle it well. Where I do become thin skinned is when somebody writes bad things that are untrue. The attorney then says, have you ever done an analysis to determine whether the amount that you have contributed in cash to these golf courses is more or less than the amount that you have made from the golf courses? Trump then says, it will be. They will be very good investments in the future. This is, this is a business that you start off slow and then you get more and more members. And all of a sudden, it becomes extremely profitable. Mr. Trump, I asked you, have you ever done an analysis? Trump says, no, I have never done an analysis. Then the attorney says, have you ever done a projection as to how much you anticipate you will profit off of these courses over the long time in light of the contributions of cash you're, you're making? Or it's his contributions that you're making in cash. Trump says, Yes, I've done mental projections. The attorney says, mental projections? Trump says, yes. And then the attorney says, these are projections that you've done in your own head. Trump says, yes. Now, I don't know if that you're catching that, but basically what he's saying is he's making this shit up in his head. You can find this video it is out there in the world. These are legal documents. I'm sure you can find this deposition. This is real. He said this in 2006. 
This is 10 years before he got elected as president of the United States of America. This is insane. You're literally electing somebody who's telling you that they are going to, that is, this is the equivalent of you hiring somebody and you asking them, have you ever lied on your resume or about the experience that you have? And them telling you, well, I try to tell the truth. But it just, you know, my experience depends on how I feel about myself at the time and the world and how things are going. And so you say, well, do you really have this experience? Well, it depends on how I feel that day. So have you ever really found out? Can you do these things? I think I can because in my head, I did it on my own in my head that my head and my mind had told me that I could do this. If anybody else said this shit out loud, we would say that they were insane. Like, I don't know how we're rationalizing this, but I understand why he played the fifth. Four, five, fifth. Four, five, fifth. I get it. He couldn't plead nothing else. He couldn't plead one, two, three, or four. He couldn't plead one, two, three, or four because he was no, 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 no. The only thing he could do was get a he needed a five for five he needed a five for five at wendy's that's all he could get mm -mm. Mm -mm. that is it that's all he got that's all he could get do you see how ratchet this shit is this this is white privilege there is no if obama if they even asked him anything remotely they couldn't even ask Somebody couldn't even suggest that he was lying. They couldn't even suggest it. He wouldn't have gotten elected president. They still think he was born in Kenya. Like I just, and he, I don't think y'all understand what, how crazy this sound. This is insane. And he's the president. He didn't get close to being, he was the 45th president of the United States of America and has the potential to get back in office this is insane so when you see that he walked out of the white house with 15 boxes of documents and the reason why they're looking for it because they did ask him and his team to return this information they they were there on june 3rd and they talked to them they gave them back some of the documents Trump's aides actually wrote that they had given them all the documents only to find out that they had not. And somebody in his inner circle is who they are believing leaked the information that, no, this motherfucker still got boxes in the basement. Like, I seen this. I synced it. He got whole boxes down there. And they think that some of them have, like, nuclear information in the, the data. Why would you take that? Like, I'm not even under, like, let's just start there. What is the purpose? Even on Fox News, as y'all crying on the table, y'all shaking tables like y'all doing all of that. You tell me, what would be the purpose? Even if now they're trying to switch the narrative that he he was in the process of declassifying this. Why? What are you going to do with this nuclear information? What do you need it for? You ain't president no more. What you going to go down the basement and read? You don't read regular. Like you came up with words like kofefe. We, we still trying to figure out what that is. You don't read. What are you doing with this? Why do you have it? This to me speaks volumes of what he could potentially have done with this. Could he have profited off of these documents? My answer, probably. 
in my opinion, which he believes that your own opinion means the most, I feel like, yeah, I, I, I'm stuck on why do you take it? What would be the purpose? I'm not understanding it. It's not making any sense. I think we need to start there. Sometimes we go over the whole like, whoa, 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 he has the documents. Yeah, that's a problem. But let, why would he take it? Nothing stops us. No, I don't know how to maybe say that again. No person is above the law in this country. I can't say it any more clearly. I, I want to see Merrick Garland, who Merrick Garland was like, I ain't playing with y'all today. He came out and did a whole conference like, y'all, y'all fucking with my peoples. You fucking with my peoples over there at the FBI, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So much so that you had a dude who showed up to the FBI building in Cincinnati with a nail gun. I don't know what the fuck he was going to do with that. To attack the FBI, who on True Social, he had said, if you don't hear from me no more, they got me. Or they took me off the internet. To protect Trump. He was also allegedly at the January 6th insurrection. This is a cult. This don't even make sense. The people of law and order now want to, they want to defund the FBI. They want to defund the police. We don't like them. We don't like the police. We don't like it. I'm filing articles of impeachment on Merrick Garland because I don't like him. Like, the people who are politicizing the judicial or legal process are the Republicans. You're filing articles. Marjorie Taylor Greene followed articles of impeachment on Merrick Garland because she didn't like the fact that he's doing his job. The gist of what he's in trouble for is that a lot of the documents were top secret or top, 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 tippity top secret, classified, and all of the laws that he could potentially get in trouble for are about mishandling of federal government records, okay? It doesn't matter whether or not they classified or not, he just mishandled those records. It was even somebody who came out, it was a Trump aide that said she saw classified documents in the ladies' room. So I don't know what the Trump White House was doing, if they were selling these, I don't know what they were doing. But they clearly mishandled all of the documents. And this is why you do need some levels of experience, no matter how much we hate people who stay in, in I guess, these seats. We don't have enough people who have experience in this stuff. So let's look at it. So the Code 793 was initially passed under the 1917 Espionage Act, okay? So this is where that Espionage Act comes from. The other laws or codes that he could have possibly violated is 1519 and 2071. So what these mean is that it makes it illegal to conceal or destroy official U.S. documents. Now this, these two together are punishable up to 3 to 20 years in prison. Neither of these laws, and this is a big deal, requires that it be the information that is concealed or destroyed be classified. It doesn't matter whether it's classified or not. It is still illegal 
to conceal or destroy this information. So in order to get a, an, an actual warrant, they would have to Merrick Garland and them, we gonna say Merrick Garland and them, had to persuade a judge that there was probable cause that had been violated. That is not an easy thing to do. So what that tells me is, and this is also a Trump appointee who is at the FBI that also was a part of this, what this tells me is that they had an immense amount of evidence. But it doesn't bother me what he thinks about that. It's all the more reason to pray for him. And let's, let's look at the Democrats real quick. Let's look at Miss Nancy. Miss Nancy. Miss mm -hmm. Nancy, fancy Nancy. She has started a lot. She had did. Okay. She she went over there and starting stuff. She was she was being all starting stuff. Okay. She, she was Miss I twirl on him. She was being Miss Twirl on him. And went to Taiwan. Taiwan in China had a civil war. Okay. So Taiwan. It, it was between the communist party and the nationalist party the communists won the nationalists retreated to taiwan so now you have two opposing sets of people you have taiwan you have china so china believes that taiwan belonged to them even though in 1949 after the civil war they separated or whatever and China said okay y'all still belong to us I see I sent you from afar but I'm, I'm gonna let you go and pretend like you gonna live free Taiwan's over here in their little territory they just they was like okay we won't be our own people that's what they said we, we won't be our own man a woman the United States and China are so intertwined when our supply chain shut down during COVID, you felt it. Why? Because China shut down. A lot of that stuff you flip over, especially if you go to the dollar store, made in China, made in Taiwan. Like this, this, that's where it's at. So when you look at how interwoven the it is, it's so connected that the united states was like you know my name bennett we ain't in it like we seen it we seen what you did last summer but we gonna let it be and say we got a one china policy rule we, we got a one china policy we, we, we seen what you did last summer but we gonna we gonna we, we peeped it but we gonna let it ride okay that's been the united states stance on that for a very very long time do you know do you know what today is um who changed that and it's not fancy nancy mm -mm. it's not fancy nancy fancy nancy didn't start this mm. phaedra do you, you went and visited the lot what did you see uh, dirt and grass Trump administration in 2019 started this. Yep. If you go back, Trump was the first administration, I think, that publicly it 
recognize we're going to the steps of recognizing Tai recognizing Taiwan as its own nation its own sovereign nation M Mike Pompeo was out there tweeting stuff about like you can pull the tweets now the reason why Nancy Pelosi supposedly went to Taiwan is because and now there's other Democrats that are going over there there's a group of Democratic lawmakers that are going to be visiting Taiwan and China they stopped the military drills or whatever they're doing but they're still flying planes military planes over Taiwan Nancy Pelosi is saying that this is the United States is that they stand against autocrats and autocratic nations and that's what this is. So basically you have Taiwan that wants to be its own people and you have China like, no, no, nope, nope, you ours, you're ours, especially when, you know, she's saying, well, look at what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Now, Russia knocked if you buck, like they actually went in there with you know Crimea and stuff like they they knocked if you buck like they were saying like no these is ours these are our places these are our lands but that's not what we didn't have the same stance that we do with Ukraine so I guess what Nancy Pelosi is saying that this is inconsistent which is how politics work is it's inconsistent as fuck like basically we go do things based on the priority of how beneficial it is to the united states mm -hmm. that's how we do it one of the reasons why i think it's so brazen is because in 2018 nancy pelosi said she wasn't going to run for a speaker anymore i don't know if nancy's gonna step down now i think that nancy might be there for a little bit and i think we think we might have fancy nancy who's 82 by the way she looks amazing but she's 82 years old lindsey graham mm-hmm yes people are you know are offended that jackasses are offended <laughs> so all is now a judge rules that lindsey graham has to testify in the georgia election case into his interference into the 2020 election so a lot of these republicans and this is why i think a lot of them came out in support of donald trump because like even mike pence and people were like why would he do that after he wanted the people to go hang him listen mike pence was in that white house he was there like if there's bones buried he also has to be held accountable for that he don't want that you have the lindsey grahams of the world who stood up for this nonsense he don't want that all of these people except for the new ones that that are went in there they won their primaries these trump real trumpets that he got that a lot of the trumpets because democrats push money behind the trumpets because they felt like the trumpets were going to be easier to beat which i think could possibly backfire because i think there's a lot more people who are not pleased with the democrats so i think this could backfire but a lot of these people need to protect donald trump like they have to protect him because they are too are looking at trouble so lindsey graham now has to testify so u.s district judge lee martin rejected graham's effort to quash a subpoena on monday and a finding that although members of congress are generally shielded against being forced to testify about their legislative activities the fulton county grand jury was exploring post-election conduct and it may fall beyond those protections and this is in bloomberg that's I, I don't i think you're gonna start to see a lot of fallout 
this is where I think us as the real chaos of DC, we need to stand up. We need some more people to hold some peaches or flags or apples. It's like, can you do? No, that's New York. New York got apples. Flags. We need new ones. We need new housewives. This is a whole new season for us. We need people out here pulling wigs. We need that. Not literally, but pulling wigs, meaning I want to come in here for the people. So I'm going to shock you. I'm pulling wigs. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, wigs actually was the party that came before the Republicans. It's just, you didn't know that. <laughs> I'm giving you information. But snatching wigs. Snatch them. Mm -hmm. Snatch them. This is the time. You have all of these people that potentially are going to be in some type of legal woes where you have potential to get into politics. Now, it sucks that you need money in order to really win in an election because that's really the difference between winning and not winning. It is how much money is behind you. And that is why the money in politics is probably the biggest issue. Biggest issue. I'm real rich. Like, that's the biggest issue but if we can take that out this is the time we need fresh blood new blood we need it in there because these people is wildin when i say they are wildin they are wildin like it's no way that donald trump controls the media like this like we, they people love especially in politics and news they love donald trump because he creates this level of attention grabbing and polarization like people we don't vote for anything we vote against something and that's why we never get what we want we vote against something if you don't like joe biden you're voting against joe biden you're not voting for trump if you voted against trump you're not voting for biden you're voting against trump we don't vote for anything. And I think that's the problem. You need to start voting for something. Because I think at this point, we would start holding these politicians accountable. If I am voting for, I want to make sure that I have reproductive rights. I want to make sure that we get money out of politics. I want to make sure that college is affordable for people. Housing. I believe in equity for the races and for genders and i believe in all of that we need to be voting for that not for a candidate and we damn sure shouldn't be voting against the candidate because you're never going to get what you want we need to start voting for something therefore you hold people accountable in order to make sure this shit happens because they know you're not voting because i'm charismatic and you like me you're voting because you need me to do something and if you, i don't do it I know you ain't voting for me the next time because you're not voting against him. You're voting for this. Not for me, not against them. There you go. I get there eventually. You voting for something. So much so that now we got dating apps for your political party. And it's, yeah, Kaylee McEnany's sister who launched this new app this a dating app that's for it's particularly for its conservatives i don't even know what it's called i forgot what it's called something like patriots date or 
whatever real conservative like the real 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 conservative motherfuckers be using like something with flags something with partially racial motherfuckers date like it's what you know something like that like i, I you know it's something something along them lines i mean something allegedly I, I, some i some i had her allegedly but that shit is weird to me like you only want to date motherfuckers who believe politically what you believe and you only want to be around motherfuckers that believe politically what you believe do you know how much of a nightmare we're creating these silos of fucking people that don't talk this is what's creating the issue do you know how many things that probably was squashed and qualm because you fucked the democrat like i just you know i think we need as a nation more people to fuck each other that's what it is like i think you starting to see that black men have known this for years and like, clearly they said fuck it we just you know we did white women forever like they just went off in the sunset but that's not what we you know you know white women and black men they've been doing it forever but that's not necessarily what we, you know, what I'm saying. But I think we need to open up the lines of communication. Let's open it up. You don't just have to keep fucking everybody. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't need to do that. White men and black women, we now on this train too. Like, no, not that. It's not the mixed baby train. Now, that's what I'm talking about. So, I mean, we really need to open up communications to talk to people. You don't have to just keep fucking them. Like, you can just have a conversation with somebody that don't agree with you. I think that's the problem. The reason why we have the real chaos of DC is because don't nobody want to talk to no one, especially nowadays, that doesn't agree and believe exactly what they believe in. Nowadays, we can go and find information that fits what we already believe. This bias confirmation. We all do it. The computer and the algorithm ain't shit because it shows you the shit you want to see that confirms the bias you already fucking have. So if it's something that's separate from what you believe, it's inflammatory so that it confirms that, oh, these people crazy. I don't want to hear nothing they got to say. I knew I was right. Da, 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 da. Like that's, and they know that anger is going to get you riled up. That's why the news is always tonight at 11. We're going to find out if pink eye is going to lead to blindness. Like it is, everything is dramatic that's the problem <laughs> like i think that we need to have more lines of communication open we need to talk to people that don't believe in what we believe in and we need to be able to talk about it in a way that is respectful where you learn the art of debate to the point where you can hold a conversation and what i mean by the art of debate and i talk about this all the time millennials anonymous it's being able to research the other side just like if you were an attorney in order to be a really good attorney you gotta know the other side like what are they going to come back at you with i need to understand where you're coming from you debate people to learn to understand and support your basis or claim is more strongly supported it doesn't mean that it's right but it's more strongly supported it should be to learn. That's the basis of debate. Like I have to learn your side. I have to understand where you're coming from. I don't have to agree with it, but I have to understand it. That's where we need to be at. And I didn't talk really a lot about entertainment at all on this episode. Not one iota. Though I did a little bit, but not a lot of iotas. You know what I mean? Not a lot of iotas. But this has been the chaos of DC. 
Stay tuned for the next episode. No, I'm playing. All right, this has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Make sure you come back next week. Uh, D will be here in the building. We're going to be having a conversation. He might be here weekly, but that's it.